today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. So the Red Hill Valley Parkway class action lawsuit has the potential to go ahead. It's been obviously a case that's had a lot of layers to it. Let's get an update right now from Robert Hooper. He's from Grosso uh, Hooper Law. Uh, Mr. Hooper, I appreciate the time. Thank you very much for making it today. Uh, thanks, Greg. My pleasure. Tell us, uh, tell the audience, too, what the next uh, steps are. It's been an expensive inquiry so far. The class action lawsuit uh, was filed. Uh, you know, the city's facing, uh, you know, a significant issue uh, with it, and that's a lot of money. And the class action lawsuit was filed close to over a year ago. What's the latest with it? So the latest is uh, on June 30th, the uh, representative plaintiffs, which are the Scholler and the Klassen family, filed their documents, a motion, basically before Justice Taylor, um, who's out of Kitchener-Waterloo and is the class action judge in, in our jurisdiction, to ask the class action to be what's called certified, which simply means allow it to go ahead, that there is a class that have a common issue that should be adjudicated uh, by the courts, and we're waiting to hear from the city on the, uh, with their materials. And there's another. Th- this moves forward, and there's a public hearing next week. Who can you know? Who can? Who is expected to speak, and who can speak at that public hearing? So, so it's apples and oranges. So we're. Uh, I was going to say driving down the highway, but that's probably a bad example. Uh, in sure. two different lanes. So the judicial inquiry is driving down one lane. Um, that's being run by the cla- uh, the judicial inquiry judge. Uh, they're going to give an update uh, both, uh, I think, privately to city council, but I think there's also a, a public hearing uh, coming up. Uh, it might be live streamed um, uh, July 7th is, I think, the day. Mm-hmm. And so we'll hear about the gathering of documents. Uh, some will recall in January uh, that when the judicial inquiry uh, judge heard from the interested parties, uh, he said that there would be a long process to gather documents. I think the public statements so far from his counsel, Rob Senta, have indicated that that process hasn't gone uh, quite as fast as they hoped for various reasons, including the pandemic, I understand. Yeah. And so I, I anticipate, without any good source, that we will hear that the judicial inquiry will not start this fall as first anticipated. Um, and then on the other lane of the highway, we're heading the class action lawsuit, which is um, also not moved quite quite as fast as we would have hoped, but uh, we will hopefully meet with Justice Taylor um, either uh, by video conference or in person in the next month to six weeks to set a timetable for the ultimate hearing of certification, which we um, are guessing right now will be some sometime in the spring of 2021. Yeah, I was going to ask about the timeline there. Robert Hooper, by the way, joining us on the Bill Kelly Show. Greg Brady in for Bill Kelly. Uh, Robert from... Uh uh, Grasso Hooper Law. Let me ask you about that. It's obviously frustrating for crash victims and their families um, that there is this delay. And again, there's there's obviously circumstances beyond anyone's control because of the delay. Um, but at the same time, it does. I don't. You know, I, I think you'd make the case it doesn't minimize their chances for success for the lawsuit. It's just frustrating that they can't get answers and and can't get what they would feel would be justice until potentially. Yeah, we're talking. You know, le- end of the year next year even. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, it's not, the the timing does not change the substantive issue um, which the representative plaintiffs have put forward, that this highway was um, both built and maintained unsafely, and uh, people using that highway have uh, been at risk since 2007, the day they cut the ribbon and it was opened. Um, And then, of course, that's been accentuated since uh, uh, the knowledge that 
the city of Hamilton, um, at least some parties inside the city of Hamilton, knew uh, since 2013 that the surface ha- had difficulties um, from the get-go. Do you, is there an expectation that the city tries to suggest their intentions were good uh, and that they hired, obviously, somebody to you know deal with the quote-unquote inferior products and they were just let down or deceived. Is there, you know, is there a mechanism where, you know, that's sort of an expectation the city may take that route? I, I anticipate uh, not having seen any materials, but just hearing the representations at the judicial inquiry uh, standing hearing in January that um, the parties, including uh, the people who won the tenders through the city of Hamilton, there will be a lot of finger pointing and it started in those hearings. Um, and I'd be paraphrasing, but uh, mm-hmm. one of the sources said, we just did what the city told us to do. Um, and that didn't seem to be the same position I anticipate that the city will take. So uh, um, I, I anticipate through both uh, lanes of the road, we'll hear both in the class action and in a judicial inquiry uh, about um, who's at fault, um, and there'll be some finger pointing both ways. I, and that's a guess, could be frank, but yeah. I, I think it's a pretty good guess. And what's Robert? What's the what's the number of claimants now? And uh, was there a, a shutoff date for people being able to add themselves uh, as potential claimants? Um, everybody continues to be a potential claimant. I mean, the class is pretty simple that we're proposing. The class is somebody who was um, have had a loss on the Red Hill Valley Parkway um, since 2007. That could be, um, we, we hear uh, of obviously four significant accidents since the 2013 report uh, was hidden, which were fatalities. There were also people with single car crashes who were injured um, significantly like Ms. Claussen. Um, you know, the Scholler family lost their um, son and their brother. Yeah. But there are also people who were um, either less seriously injured um, but thought they had nobody to blame, that their car just spun out of control on the roadway. Um, there are also people who have significant financial impact on them because they may have had minor injuries, but they were charged with careless driving. It cost them something to defend the ticket or their insurance went up or they're simply their car was wrecked and they have, you know, a significant loss of thousands of dollars uh, for their car. So there's, there's a wide ambit and um, there is, uh, there is no cutoff date um, because the class has not been certified yet. Once that happens, people have the right to opt in or opt out. So uh, our office and uh, Scarfo and Hawkins through uh, David Thompson and Matt Milwaukee continue to have people stream in um, uh, on an ad hoc basis. Um, so we're still mm-hmm. um, accepting people and will accept people until after um, the certification hearing. So if there's somebody who fits that criteria, they're certainly welcome to call or uh, email our office. Robert, thanks very much uh, for the update. I, I wish you the best and, and thanks for the time. Hey, thanks, Greg. Have a great weekend. You got it. You too. Robert Hooper uh, from Grasso Hooper Law. Uh, obviously a story that's been wide-ranging. It's got a lot of layers to it. As he said, there's two things transpiring right now. The class action lawsuit is one thing. The RHVP public inquiry, which has its next hearing next Tuesday, um, as they, you know, they, they know that they need to collect as much information as possible to find out why this transpired uh, after the city revealed the, the, the 2013 report with the asphalt friction being very problematic, well below 
safety standards. And the accusation is obviously there that residents, people driving on that every day, every day, uh, didn't know that it didn't meet the safety standards. Um, and they have a right. To, they have a right to wonder why. They have a right to ask those questions for certain. So that's next Tuesday. I would expect a big update on that uh, with Bill next week in this very time slot. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.